two activities. Activities. They're, they're they're ice. Well, they're yeah. No, they're activities. They're not icebreakers. They're they, activities. They better not fucking be team buildings things because you'll be just like, am I not allowed to do anything here? What am I, I been no. being phased this out? Is, this is nah. Th- I wouldn't. Podcast. I wouldn't call oh, them team building. It's a coup. It's a coup. Yeah, I would. I would not call these team building because they're probably going to be more divisive than anything. And um, it's definitely a coup. It's a fucking coup, <laughs> they're, man. They're I can't believe this. All right, we're running a coup. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that's okay. I want, that's I want to talk to your social media executives. Oh yeah, social wanna, media executives. Yeah, I want to get. I want to squash have, this queue and start a committee. I have yeah, obviously. The team building. I have uh, three things for Jerry's corner, but I can do less if we're running long. So we'll do like an alternating thing, me and Lucas. Although uh, then it can't be Jerry's corner. Then it's got to be Larry's corner for Lucas and Jerry's corner. Yeah, I Jerry's just my to alter. Complain ego. about some and old then, man stuff, dude. Then, I, that's my favorite part about Jerry's corner is being like, "Can you believe?" And that's the best part. Next thing you know, I'll want to jump in, and then it's going to be Barry's corner. Barry's corner? Well, yeah. no. If you jumped in, it'd be Cherry's corner. Ah, uh, that'd be confusing because then Barry people would think Mosier's son has a podcast and he doesn't. Ah, it's a disaster. Oh, well, yeah, but your name doesn't start with a J, so it doesn't. No, you know. I'm the original Jerry. There doesn't have to be a system. What goes on after it needs a system, Charles. Well, I want to be Barry. Actually, uh, sorry, wait, wait, wait. Lucas is Barry. I, I am be, Barry. Yeah. I want to be Harry. I'll allow I think. It. Okay. All right. He is hairy. That's that's the only reason I'm I allowing it. By far the hairiest one. It's the only reason I'm allowing it. Otherwise, you best believe. Like without it. Yeah. yeah, there's. I'm like a lid. I'm getting hairy. Getting. I'm not there yet, but I'm getting. Hairy. I've got more hair on Lucas, my nipples. Put, a, put it away. Put chest. it away. Put it away. We'll get uh, taken down. <laughs> get We're not out. even like streaming on anything, and they'll know. Lucas, you're gonna get us demonetized. Dude, yeah, I yeah. Just flashed the viewers. It's true. Wow. And I loved every minute of it. I'm just. I'm by the, just by the way, this. Lucas, you're gonna get us demonetized. Is written on my keep notes. <laughs> it was, it was one, of, <laughs> yeah. one of my things to throw into this podcast was just Lucas, a little, just a little toss on. I love it. Yeah, I knew, I knew he was gonna do something. Yeah, I'm too radical, man. Yeah, yeah, he's he a scoundrel. He can't man. stop me, man. I'm gonna be heard. Oof, yeah. my hair needs That's a brushing, true. but I ain't gonna be the one to do it. <laughs> wow. I don't want a macaw. Is that a character that you're doing? Everything's a character. You know this. <laughs> uh, roll one, smoke one, live life like we're supposed to party. Roll one, smoke one, then we're all just having fun. Oh, yeah, I was going to get, maybe at the break I'll go get it. Um, I was telling Lucas earlier, Chuck Boy, that uh, Meg, Franny's uh, friend that came and stayed with us last weekend, brought me a bunch of five milligram sodas, to THC mm-hmm. sodas. So... Yeah. They're so light that I think it'll be not a big deal, but I didn't want to drink one before the podcast and then just be like, blasted, not oh, wait, blasted, but say? unaware. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I'll want ask to wait. a, wait. I'll ask a question and you'll be like, "Are you asking me?" Sorry, man. <laughs> yes, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, man. You're gonna have to speak up. I'm really not following here. He would just act like me, and we can't have another one of those. Right then, it's exactly. just me talking actively. Yeah, like, exactly. Just... Where where do we go from there? You know, so solo podcast with commentators. Mm, what do I do here? I get rid of you. 
You know what, Lucas? You underestimate yourself. You contribute a lot to this podcast. You know what, Lucas? You overestimate yourself. Stop, dude. It's the gag. Like, we got to keep up with it. You're gagging? What? No. What? The the bit. Kevin, no, Kevin, the gag is his favorite porno. Got you. He's always watching it and talking about it. The gag is his favorite gay bar he Uh visits frequently. I'll meet you down at the gag. No, that's that's, that's gobblers. Same. What's the difference? You know what I'm saying? The gag is the observational comedy place that I go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I just leveled up a whole bunch of stuff. We'll go here first. I'm going to finish this game. I'm I'm, re- I'm zooming now. I've got win after win after win. I don't think I can be stopped. There's a hard mode in Super Auto Pets now, Lucas. Uh, that frightens me because the game's already hard for me. It's, it's very me hard. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I, I live my life in hard mode. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Wh- what? Yeah, I'm talking about boners. Charles, my wife listens to this. I was just talking to Jesse about being at the gym with all these women. I have to change my time frame because you can't hide boners in gym shorts. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can. You have to put it up in the waistband and pull the jawstring. Tape it down, Nick Miller. Tape it down. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You get it. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to lose. I lied. Oh, that was my last life. Well, good news, boys. I'm no longer held up in Super Auto Pets. What a treat. All right. Don't you just love to see it? Yeah, I think that's exactly what we can do. All right, Kevin, why don't you go ahead and uh, bring us in? Don't don't even act like you're going to cue me in on this. I'm cueing in on my own. I didn't even get to type in the time that I'm editing this. You jackal. All right. Anyways... Welcome back to this week's episode of Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Charles. And I'm Lucas. And this week is business as usual. Well, wait, 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 untrue. We are continuing the trend of using a uh, recommended team building exercise game. That's that's pretty much the only special thing. Otherwise, mm-hmm. this is a standard show. There's nothing really else to it. Oh, that's not true. Lucas is cucking me. But nope. other than that, we'll other than that... Lucas is cucking him. He's definitely cucking me. I didn't even check your guys' audio levels. You sound good in my headphones. I'm sure it's fine. I looked. It looked looked like we were about equal. At least we won't be too quiet. I know that much. That's happened sometimes. We no names. Actually, this is. I I, I know. I was referring a specific moment to keep up the rivalry. Right, right, right. Jake. Well, I said no names, and this guy, he's on one. He's on one today. Oh, he really is. (laughs) Yeah. Jake's on the podcast. (laughs) No, he is not on one. He's the today is just us three. Jake's not here. Is Jake in the room with you? Yeah, he's not. (laughs) He's not on the clean feed. Yeah, I only see three names, Lucas. Yeah, you guys are bunking me. Yeah, I like bunking you from time to time. Okay, so this time we are doing it. It is. It is only a recommendation in that. It's something we played before, and he wanted to see more of it, and he even gave us a three. So we're playing Submissive and Breedable, the boys' edition. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I threw that on there. It just, I don't know. I, I like that. I, I needed to like fill it. space, so I just wanted to roll with it. So we're doing 
uh, the the same as before. Three species or or breeds of which, by the way, I found this out. Interchangeable terms, almost. Like breeds of dog, yes. Breeds of lizards, no. That's not some. It's species of lizards. And I was like, what's the difference? Like, why? Why is there a divide? And I couldn't get a. I couldn't. The internet didn't have anything for me. It didn't well, have dogs like a firm answer. Are the same species but different breeds? So is that an even like more split subclass I don't, type dude. thing? I guess yeah. I guess because maybe there's different. Um, it's it's not a phylum or not, a no, genus. I don't know. Or I was any gonna of those say maybe things. there's different breeds of chameleon. Is there, a, is there another word species. down the line we never learned in science class? I mean, there is different types of chameleons. Is that breeds? Are there different? I don't know. There don't there think... is different like like there's... like the. Actually, you know what might this might be a, a, a amalgamous too? Yes, actually, yes. The 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 age old evolutionary animal, the finch, the I was the, the finch say with birds. all the yeah, yeah not birds because you do not type up breed of birds. I tried that too. It's it's species, but if you're talking about specifically ducks, there's may, maybe it's breeds of ducks, but spe- species of birds. I think that's maybe where it is because like dogs, you'd be talking about species of canines, and then you would get things like coyotes, right. wolves, and such. Wolves, that mm-hmm. might be hey, Hannes. This Lucas. is the scientific method. Exi- oh. What is on oh. my arm? I don't know. Uh, oh, it's spider. a thread. It's a thread. Everyone, chill out. It's just Giant a thread. Spider. But I, that's um, we got to it. You know, you know what I think it actually is now that I'm thinking about it. What makes dog breeds dog breeds is specific selective breeding that was done to make them the way that they are by humans maybe they're breeds because we bred them same with horses there are breeds yeah. of horses and cows maybe it's because we breed them yeah. hmm. maybe it's a maybe it's about the deliberate intent of breeding the animal Could oh be. that actually that actually that makes a lot that of makes sense. more like sense yeah there is a I human think that's what it is. element definition of breed mate and then produce that's what it is. Yep. That's <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. And yeah, because of- oh, actually, Charles, uh, uh, that's the verb. I was just making a joke by searching the definition of breed. The noun of breed, the number one option at the top of Oxford's Dictionary dot com, a stock of animals or plants within a species, so within a singular species, having a distinctive appearance or typically having been developed by deliberate selection. Boom. Yep. You na- Boom. That's it. You, yeah. That Your deductive it... reasoning skills is on par with, with Holmes and Watson. Kill. Well, that's, Holmes, that's not Watson. Quite a... I, I like to think that Watson is, you know, he's he's got some wisdom in there that, that yeah, Holmes but, but But Watson sometimes. slows him down. Or, you, so so Holmes is the one who's thinking... He humbles him. He, yeah, Holmes, Holmes is thinking of the uh, overly complicated answer, and Watson's the guy who picks up the bloody knife and goes, why don't we check this? Like, you I, know, he, he brings him down. And, and I, I think almost, Charles brought does, the best of both of them right yeah. there. Well, I, I think that... Um, I got two I different have two. things to say. Uh, so one was, of them is that... Uh, I think that Watson is like holmes's apprentice almost who doesn't have the innate ability so he's kind of trying to learn what he has going on so he never quite reaches those heights but like you said kevin he's always bringing him back to a regular grounded human level and the other thing is um we're all reading a book right now called the last of the breed that's about a native american gentleman and that puts the word breed into a very (laughs) strange context yeah you got a point there a very racist 80s concept it really does i do want to add another layer to that it uh charles wears the watson hat if he wore the holmes hat i'd give it to him but yeah, I think of myself as he does wear. Watson anyway. Yeah, you wear yeah. it. You love it. Uh, Lucas, when you get through to chapter 30, ooh, ooh, wee. 
Especially it's the picking up. It's chapter great. 29 and 30 were hot. It's good. It's very good. Anyway, it's not the book's podcast. That's for when we're done with the book. So we'll do this here, and we're going to start with Will's suggested uh, trio, uh, which I think in this case is species, not breeds. Yeah, definitely, because horse is the first one. Horse, no, bre- camel, oh, yeah. donkey. Oh, yeah. All right, so I've, th- I've thought about this. Uh, right, hold on. I have to. I'm sorry. I'm so stupid. We have to do this the Stan Lee method. Everyone could be someone's first. You have to even. You don't have to go into full detail, but you have to let them know. So, I wish what you were we're my doing? First, stop. Do you mean that though? <laughs> I do. You were stop. my first. Oh, that's true. <laughs> not supposed to say that. No. <laughs> sorry, hey, it's out sorry. there now. So, tell me. Uh, the game, which is a spin-off of our game synonyms with the same rules, there's three things placed before us, whether it be a descriptor or an animal or whatever, and we do our best to assign them to each of us. Only one each, not allowed to duplicate. So in this case, which one of us is horsey? Horsey. Which one of us is horse? Which one of us is camel? Which one of us is donkey? Start. Okay. Uh, I want to jump in. Yeah, yeah. Hit um, it. Kevin, you're donkey. You're more stubborn. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Well, you're, you're more... a piece of shit. I can't I'm just believe glad this. it wasn't me. I can't believe I'm so upset. <laughs> well, you're, you're, more, you're more stubborn than either of us. Like, yeah. just there in, we in go. the defining yeah. trait nope, that, of... That's, that's what it is. They, 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 they kick the ground. A horse's ass is the, what the they The defining trait of a donkey is probably <laughs> a donkey, Not horse's ass. I said horse's ass. I don't know yeah. why I said and, a horse. And then, donkeys and then, can be handsome. Well, and they're workhorses. I they mean, are, literally, they're known they for. Of, is this because I'm Mexican? You piece of oh, shit! Am I El Burro to you? <laughs> well, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt my argument. I'll tell Dude. you that. Well, that's okay. You, happy little coincidence. You would sure. be the Joe Burrow of El Burros. Stop it! One. I don't even like Joe Burrow. Oh, I don't dislike him though. I don't. Di- yeah. I don't dislike. Him. I just. He's maybe a good I'm quarterback. Just, yeah, he's fine. He's objectively a good quarterback. Yeah, that has nothing um, to do with liking a person. I was gonna give you horse, Kevin, but the donkey I was, argument really—you know what—he's turning me. He's because I was gonna go horse just, as well. Because I'm definitely had, not a camel. I don't. I, I don't align with anything camels are all about, and I pee all the time. Yep. I uh, um, I assumed I, that I would end up with donkey, so I was. I, I was actually accepting my place. I have a reason for you to be donkey and me to be horse, but let's let Charles get through the through the rest of his thought process. Okay, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Lucas is horse, uh, and the reason why okay. Lucas is horse um, is because if you're out in public with Lucas um, and ladies catch sight of him, he is a lady magnet. He's a stud, and you call a male horse that is appealing to female horses a stud. And the other part is that he's also a horse's <laughs> ass. Also true, yeah. <laughs> uh, so when you put those two things together, I think that Lucas is horse, and I'm gonna say that I'm camel. Uh, I think you're camel, no matter I'm where we bit, go. I'm with a little this. bit goofier than the two of you dudes, and also camels are cool, man. Yeah, you do a lot less spitting though. Yeah, that's yeah, but true. I, yeah, he makes up for it in the way he eats like leafy greens. You ever see this dude eat a salad? His jaw is going harp, harp, harp. It's. Right. You know, it's just, we can't get around that. It's nature, and baby. Because of the way that I like to hump. That's untrue. Yeah. You're very open about how untrue that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lucas, you, you start, before, and then we'll go back and forth on this. Do we agree that Charles is camel? Yes. No, because uh, Lucas <clears throat> might not agree. I was actually, uh, I was going to say that Kevin was the camel. Um, I know, I, but donkeys are more stubborn but uh camels they're very close 
the the biggest thing I know about them is that they do spit and they kind of are like donkeys in 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 a sense where they're they kind of want to do what they want to do. Mm. Um, and Kevin in his old man phase is getting a little surly sometimes. I do love my old man phase. He's that just is like, huge. listen, you're going to come at me. I spit on you. <laughs> Not literally. I've never but, spit you know, on someone. He spits but... fire like a rapper, yeah. like with words. Yeah, like he Dylan. Speaks... Yes. Spit his rants and between saliva. his rants. He spits saliva at people as well. If True. he gets really heated, sometimes, sometimes yeah. he could. I, get, I, guess. I guess the potential's there. Can't say I've gotten there yet, but my old man phase is still young. I'm only like six months old man. So. I also see uh, camels as wise, and that might be because wise men rode them through the desert for Jesus or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but I think of them as kind of wiser people, or, or if they were personified. Right. And I think you, out of all of us, probably have accumulated like the most vast knowledge and have contemplated it the best without having a drug addled brain wow. you know it was like, very sweet until you threw in the asterisk but it's still sweet and i still appreciate it no it's not, i mean i'm it's not just saying one, that we would have been better but no 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 i, I you know made the right decision because you were wise um my wife made the right decision because she didn't want to see that. But yeah, hey, I'm taking the credit here. This is on me, baby. No, go for it. Uh, I would give Charles the horse oh. um, because he is steadfast um, in Good his uh, just self. Yeah. Like horses are very, I don't know, there's something that's just calming about a horse that I feel towards charles also charles has the most experience with horses i'm sorry excuse me as a man who's never rode a horse you find horses calming horses yeah, are terrifying. fucking terrifying horses uh, are bastards okay i think horses are terrifying but it's the same kind of calming feeling where you see like a mountain range or the ocean and it kind visually of visually like, speaking right like yeah. it's like uh you know you kind of yeah. get you kind of everything everything fades away because you're yeah. just like wow look at that thing yeah okay um, that's a that's another very sweet thing to say and then donkey yeah. for me because uh i basically am a workhorse mm -hmm. uh i i work physical jobs and mm -hmm. have always done these things and i am stubborn right uh the best way to get me to do something is to tell me to do the opposite thing and mm -hmm. then i will defy you because you I'm so stubborn. Right. And then I ended up doing what you wanted me to do the whole time. Yeah. We've talked about it before. Lucas is a sure man. Uh, yeah. Like, I, hey, go do this. Sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Actually, that's why that that's the sole reason I gave you donkey. Like how you can throw any weight on the back of a donkey and they're just like, fucking, it's too much. But I guess I'm walking now because you want it. <laughs> like, all right, you said so. And they're not happy. They're definitely yeah. not happy about it. But they do it because they love you. Yeah, I met some really sweet, kind donkeys in uh, Greece, too, that were just, they weren't work donkeys. They yeah. were just hanging out. Real walks of the earth type donkeys. <laughs> yeah, house, I they were donkeys. Yeah. They were handsome, honkies. too. I was like, oh, honky that straight. small yeah. horse. <laughs> you met some real honkies. I yeah, yeah. So I was, I, I was going to give Lucas donkey for almost every reason he said, and um, especially because of, uh, we call it flighty. But we'll call it in donkey's uh, terms selective. 
donkeys are very in the moment selection. They're like, nah, fuck you. I'm going to stand over here and just watch. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I don't need anything to do with this. I was going to give myself horse, which I'm not happy that we all nailed on my uh, bad trait for being an animal, but it's the most fair, so I'm going to take it. Have you ever seen a horse throw a fit? Horses are, are, so I'm, I'm not stubborn in a, I put my foot down way. I'm stubborn in you're getting bit sort of a way. I I don't like being challenged if I think I'm in the right, which is usual. I will, I'm a little pompous. I'll take it. But horses, you try to, so you try to force a donkey or a camel, right? You grab them by the rein, you start pulling. They're just, they're just hunkering down. They're, They're just like, nah, screw this. Who do you think you are? And they hunker down. They're strong and they're badasses. Horses are like, oh, you want some? And they stomp their feet a lot and they nip with their face and they throw their hair around. That's that's the negative trait of a horse, I, I would say. Positive trait is I got the long hair. That's it. That's true. I've that's got the true. mane. That's all. Charles is a camel for two reasons and two reasons only. One, love sitting on top of him. I don't mean that sexually, but when we cuddle, he's just great to, to mound on top of. Two, he's very, how you say sturdy He's, his body is very camely he's a very hmm, kind of body all right so um having summed all of that up i think that lucas had the most persuasive arguments um I lucas's really loved, were very good i really loved what you had going on with those arguments lucas so i'm gonna i'm going to change my answer from kevin being donkey to lucas being donkey for the reasons that lucas mentioned those are really good reasons he, he is also it literally the most physical laborious of us yes um i liked all horses of the compl- used to be now they're just pretty i liked all mm-hmm. of the complimentary things that lucas said about me being horse but i still think that i'm camel because of all the reasons mentioned kevin's right uh i'm built in a very camely way <laughs> and uh and also i drink the most water out of all of us i think i drink yeah. water constantly it's not about drinking it's though. about how you store it and you mm-hmm. store water way better than i do uh, he's i am barrel chested yeah barrel-chested. the boy's barrel chested he's a pretty <laughs> I'm, barrel built to, I'm built to hold water <laughs> built to retain hydration okay that's what this is all about so i'm gonna offer a final consensus me camel lucas donkey kevin horse can we all it, live with that? i'm i'm i can I, yeah I'm i can live with that I think that was good. That was very constructive. We all had so. a different rotation. Yeah, we, we did. did. It, it was actually the furthest we've been to like yeah. being on the same page in one yeah. of these. I loved it. Okay, second one. Uh, we're going birds here. So technically species. I didn't do all because we, how the hell, come on, breeds of ducks. I ain't doing that. No. But I'm duck a is one of them. By the way, you are not a cancer. I'm a I'm a mallard. It's all about the color coordination for me. I'm good with that. Uh, oh, they're saying about ducks. So ducks is one of them. So ducks, falcons, hummingbirds. I used a random uh, bird generator for this, and I landed on the the first one that gave me three birds I knew. I took because man, there's so many birds in this world. Uh, yes, there are so so many birds. Falcon, hummingbird, duck. Okay. Um, well, let Lucas lead the charge this time. You got, you got you the last one. You want me to lead? Yeah, he got the last one. You get this one. Falcon, hummingbird, yeah. duck. I think this one's the easiest uh, of the three. Kevin's the falcon, I'm the hummingbird, and Charles is the duck. Interesting. All right, let's hear it. Me? No, uh, Lucas's oh. argument. Yeah, yeah, Or is yeah. that just no. impulsively high? That was impulsive, that's, but now back impulsive. it up. That's based on feelings. Okay, now back um, it up. Caw. 
I might switch Kevin and I, but Charles is definitely a duck. Charles is duck feeling. through and through. No, through I'm, and through. I'm, so the here's... way that things that happen to Charles or conversations or anything, uh -huh. they they slide off of him emotionally like water slides off. Dude, a he's duck's a duck in back. a pond, man. Duck in a pond. I finally got to use that reference appropriately. I've tried a couple times in previous podcasts. No, but, <laughs> just, but you nailed it. <laughs> it yeah, never yeah. worked. It just needed to line up. You I'm know? so glad it did. Uh, but, but hold on. Now, 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 get, okay. now get, why are you a falcon? Why am I a hummingbird? Uh, I would be a falcon because... Uh, I'm predatory. No. Don't make that joke. Don't make that joke on yourself. <laughs> Let one of us slam you with it. Don't just offer it up on the well, table. I, th I thought about how that they're predator birds in my head, and it, it just, I should have thought about it that. Anyway. Yeah, I did. It was, it was bound to happen. Uh, but okay. no, because they're predatory birds. Right, right, right. Uh, they're more uh, solo birds. Um, okay. You know, they... Yeah, they're like lone wolves out there, man. Okay. Just looking for stuff. Simple. Yep. Eat, kill, you know, get the nest, feed the babies, do it again. Pray. Let's do this. Hummingbirds things. have personality. Uh, hmm. There are hummingbirds okay. that like have befriended people before I've seen. Um, they come in. They're, they come in on the little feeders. Yep. I've seen them before. They're so delicate and so pre precise and... And they're just loving life, man. I feel like Kevin, whenever he does something, enjoys life properly, like in the in the proper proportions. Like that's that's what he likes to do. I've never he, he heard someone describe my enjoyment of things as proper. That's very yeah, sweet of you. It's like I'm not. <laughs> I'm a real he, boomer bust kind of guy. I, I know where my limits are. I'm not going to overindulge. True. Uh, you know, True. I know, okay, I know that I won't settle for less than this. You know, you, yeah. you know, exactly, yeah. you know how you like to have fun. I like it. Okay. I like it. Charles counter arguments as well as your own rankings. Okay. Uh, so here's what I got. Uh, I'm hummingbird because I okay. bring the most spirited energy to the things that I approach out of okay. the three of us. I think that I, uh am the most abuzz and i get the most excited about things okay. i think that lucas is a duck because he's the most migratory he can also be very calm in some things but ducks also have an element of anxiety to them uh mm -hmm. and and get a little bit protective lucas can be like that as well yeah. and i'm gonna say that kevin is a falcon because he's the most uh singular focused out of all of us has the ability to set his sights on mm. something and then work towards that thing in a way that i don't think either lucas or i can and also mm. has the ability to uh stick with one thing uh which is similar in concept but um w what i mean by that is like so when you set your mind to wanting to do overtime constantly you're going to do overtime constantly with a single goal in mind I don't have that kind of uh, laser focus on things, but also uh, you have the ability to hyper focus on one thing, which is actually maybe even more than hyper focus uh, focusing, hyper fixating, like how the way that you're still playing Super Auto Pets and always would. Yeah, I can't um, stop. I don't know what's going on there. That's a good. And point. I I think that that kind of like singularity and focus is more attributed to a hawk. And that's my Falcon, opinion. not Hawk. Falcon. 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 Still, it's they're very, very similar. It's fair game. 
Um, I wanted to contest everything he said, but he made some really good points. Made some I, really good points. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry I went first. Well, I so I, I was going to give Lucas Hummingbird because of the ever-running... It's not a bit. It's true, but we talk about it too much. Flighty as fuck. I, yeah. I mean, just like... You know how hummingbirds, they come in like, hey, I'll totally hang out here for a while, and then they're just gone. Yep. You don't see them for four days, but then they're sucking nectar for two, and then they're gone. I, that was kind of where I was headed with that, but I like everything else. I, what, don't raise your eyebrow as sucking on nectar, okay? I saw <laughs> I love, you. I, come on. I love, sweet <laughs> nectar of life. Love, I love the way this guy don't, sucks. Don't, 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 don't start going there. Nobody sucks uh, nectar like he does. I, I am an indulger in the nectar. Yeah, nectars. so so they, they you, I did, that was kind of my thought. They're very, very flighty. It's both a positive and negative when they're around. You love it. Everyone's like, holy shit, there's a hummingbird here at the feeder, and you're like, yes, there is, and you love it, but you and know. you're like, treasure it well. Yeah, you know it's... that there's no guarantee when or how long. So that was my Lucas thing. Um, I literally was only going to call Charles a duck because when I look at him, I think duck. Like I you have the just, aesthetic. You have you just, such duck energy. It's kind of like the camel thing. You've just got big duck energy. <laughs> Sorry. I, <laughs> but I mean it, though. I mean it, though. You really do. And. I couldn't, I just, it, it made sense in my head to go there. I didn't have a ton of rationale. It just, it felt instinctually right, um, which left me with, with Falcon. I wasn't, I didn't have any answer there. So I have the least amount of justification here. I really think Charles sold it well. It's going to be hard for me to not give him duck, but I'll, I'll deal. I'll deal. It's going to be hard for me to not give him duck, but I do think Kevin, Kevin as Falcon makes more sense with Charles's argument. Yeah, uh, because all the things I explained pertain to you better. Uh, I guess as far as arguing for Lucas to be hummingbird, I mean, you guys made a solid argument. I do have big duck energy. <laughs> yeah, big, big, big. <laughs> yeah, and um, ducks, ducks are beautiful. They're one of the most graceful birds. Yeah. Waterfowl in general. Yeah, I, think. I, I also well, I also have to say that when Lucas drinks like two bangs energy drinks, his heart is probably <laughs> yeah, in the way that definitely a is does, similar where to he's that. like visibly buzzing. And I also think <laughs> Lucas probably has more natural energy than I do in general. And just like raw, not without yeah. being lifted by something else. Yeah, that's I what see I mean. What you, yeah. yeah. And the other thing about ducks that I think helps build the argument is they're very content this is not an insult by any means and i'm not going to elaborate because we know ourselves no no the reason why i have to say that is because i think you'll know what i mean they are very content with their pond like ducks ducks are very they know they've got their food there they know they where they can lay their eggs and they know where the other duck friends are walking around waddling they're very not stationary because obviously they do migrate but they're very happy with their way of life like ducks you can tell her they lock it in yeah they also cycle to the same places when they migrate yeah they, they lock it in they know what they know what they're about they they yeah. do that whereas that, hummingbirds are like Charles. anywhere i can shove this beak okay do a little that's blip, me blip. yeah that's yeah that's, any that's, port in a storm so davis sense. is what they call him that's what they call him i don't know yeah. Uh, I like that. I can I can settle with all that. that all right. All makes well, sense. we'll lock it in. Uh, Falcon Mills, uh, Duck Greason, and uh, Humming Davis. Yep. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> it's my and special move is a Humming Davis. <laughs> it's, it's <really> <laughs> <is>. <laughs> yeah. This uh, last one's gonna be, I think, the hardest, but in 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 a way that's gonna be the hardest to like 
justify. So we'll just kind of go gut here. We've already spent a lot of time team building, so let's just go with gut instincts on this one. Uh, wait, before we go on to the next one, can I tell a short story about ducks that I, yeah. I really love? And I just I, if if you don't do it now, you're gonna do yeah. it later. Let's just so, nail it. Uh, I worked at a guy with the town of Ithaca, uh, real blue collar <laughs> guy. I he uh, at, a, at a guy with the town. I worked at, at. I worked with a guy. I worked in a guy town. outside of in the, the town. Entire of town of Ithaca was there. Yeah. Anyway, they they called him Hardio, and uh, <laughs> and he was a real rough guy. And he he went on a trip in Florida with his his wife and his daughter, and they kept asking him what all the ducks were. Like he would know. Yeah. And he didn't know, so he just started calling all of them McGansers. <laughs> and and they'd be like, Oh, what's that one with the red feathers on its head? Oh, that's a that's a red that's a red headed McGanser. <laughs> and then it was like, What's that one with the floofy stuff over there? Oh, that's a hooded McGanser. Oh, so and, he was clever and, with it. And and he just was just like making stuff up and and they were buying all of it, but he was just like, I don't wow. know what these ducks are. I'm just trying to like make this a good time. <laughs> like, I mean, that is a sellable duck. Name. And uh, mm -hmm. so I made it a running joke in my life to call every duck I saw, aside from a mallard, which is easily identifiable. Mallard. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. A McGanzer. Yeah. And uh, I was telling Matt Kasnuber about this. Awesome. I know, I know, I know he listens. Fat ass. And uh, so we, we were, we were, I brought <laughs> him into my inside joke. And we visited his grandparents in Florida, and uh, <laughs> we're 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 in the car with his grandfather, and we're like pulling up to their their neighborhood or whatever, and there's a pond by their community entrance, mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of ducks in it, and Matt Matt looks at me and chuckles. He goes, "Take a look at them McGansers over there," and and his grandpa goes. Very good, Matt. Those are McGansers. <laughs> he didn't know, <laughs> but he we, just wanted to bolster. <laughs> we just had a laugh, and his grandpa never understood. Oh, man. That's one of my greatest memories about ducks. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Me too. That's great. All right. All right. Let's blast through the last one. Uh, bearded dragon, chameleon, iguana. I'm going to go first on this one. I think I don't I'm have any strong instincts on. This. Yeah, I think I'm an iguana. I think Lucas is a chameleon. I think Charles is a bearded dragon. Bang! You nailed it. You take Lucas I mean, anywhere, we... he finds a way to blend in. That's the most simple you need to get. Iguanas are big, prevalent in Mexico. Yeah, I figured I'd take myself there if Leading Charles already it. did it. I would. Once. I would fight yeah. tooth um, and nail to get chameleon, just because there's a lot of very personal and deep connections to that animal based off my uh, buggy eyes in. Uh, uh, Quick Northern with the California tongue. when I was high on hallucinogenics for years. Yeah. And bearded dragons, uh, they sit in their cage under the hot lamp. They enjoy their bugs and they're called bearded dragons. So, Charles. I don't like heat, but I'm with the rest of it. You do not like heat. That does. Well, but they're all cold blooded. So, no matter what, they all like heat. Yeah, yeah. We lock ourselves into that regardless. So, I guess that was a bad point. I don't have make. any strong feelings on this one. So, I'm, I'm willing You're, to. Go with you it. love your apartment as if it was a terrarium. Boom. Yeah. I'll do the duck pond thing, but with a house terrarium here, just like a bearded dragon. And we'll give Kevin the more tropical lizard because he's Mexican. Yeah, I'll take it. He is. Plus, they do that cool push-up thing when they like what you're doing. <laughs> you know, Kevin does push-ups on. I do push-ups. I do push-ups every day. I do. I actually do way more push-ups than I ever thought I did. I realized I just like you know what, just start counting how many do because I can. If I get up to go to the restroom or something, I'm like, just move your body. I know I'm not in shape, but I'm like, move your body, and that's what I do because I have those bars. 
fucking I do like 130 push-ups like every day and I am not strong. Your body gets really well your body gets really used to doing what it does. Yeah, so it's just it builds the specific muscles. Yeah, so I just do that. Like I can't do anything else. I don't have big muscles. It's just like right. that's what I do. Um anyways, push-up iguana. Yeah, I like I'm with it. you. I like it, too. That didn't take any time at all. Nah, that last one was so... It, I was like, I need another thing. I didn't want to get too crazy, and I saw a picture of, an, of, a, of a lizard, a gecko. Okay, well, I got a couple of things here. Um, okay, so, boom, end of... I need to start putting music in, but I'm not going to go through that kind of editing. Yeah, all that stuff. But, uh, that's the end of the team building. We're going to roll into, technically, the icebreaker segment, but you said you have a, a slight variation today. I got two things that I thought were interesting or funny, and then two activities. Um, Any order you want. This is your segment. You run this. All right. Well, I think that the best follow-up to what we just did is um, I looked up a couple things about camels that I thought <laughs> that you guys should know. It kind of follows how along convenient. with the trend. Lucas was talking about eels that one time. Yeah. <laughs> and how much he loves, what was it again? What was it that you were super interested in with the eels? The way that they fuck each other. That's what it was. That's right. And don't worry, I get into that here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, um, they, they so the, make their own genitals when they need yeah, them. Yeah, well, it's okay, crazy. we get it. You love that. Just camels, bring it down. Camels, Jeez, don't, okay. camels aren't doing that. I no. <laughs> um, <laughs> that right that's one thing. Tell you that for free. Yeah. Um, what they can do is they can run it. 40 miles per hour in bursts and sustained speeds of up to 25 miles per hour. That's fast. Wow. So it's That's... like in the mummy when they're when they're on the, we have horses, well, we have camels, and the camels are actually, you remember that scene in the mummy, yeah, the I first do. one? Camels Oof. are nearly as fast as horses. Wow. Um, and, and arguably. That's faster than an ostrich. Argu- arguably fast <laughs> Thank for you. longer than horses. Um, so that's an interesting thing about camels. Uh, I love another that thing. Them. So there's there's three different kinds of camels, and mm-hmm. I didn't write down what they are, but I can tell you <laughs> that the difference is that one of them has one hump, right. and the other one has two humps, and then there's a third one, which is the two-humped camel, but it's wild. It's not domestic. Oh, okay. It's just completely. Both other species are domesticated. There were gotcha. many other species of camels at one point. Um but now there are drastically less because of that makes death. So yeah, yeah. Much sense <laughs> because I've seen I've seen pictures the eradication of, of species yeah. all my yeah, life, yeah. and I've never known like when I'm drawing a camel, like do I put two humps or one hump? I've seen them both. Well, yeah, I which one's more you, common? Well, um, the one humped camel is way more common. Like somewhere like eighty percent or eighty five percent is one humped. And then the, the one two hump, humped, the two humped were like close to like I don't know like eight or nine, and then like two percent are the wild two humped ones. And then one of that them math is doesn't called, add up. I'm just throwing out percents, <laughs> man. It's just get a feel for it. With the yeah, 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 these aren't precise percents. Um, <laughs> one of them is called a dromedary. I believe that that's the two humped um, one, but you might want to fact check it. Dromedaries are in super auto pits, so yes. That's why uh, I know about them. But there's a shawl over their back. I don't know how many humps are under that shawl. Well, maybe you should get a peek at that. I'll t- you know what? I'll take a little peek. Keep going. Uh, so another thing I learned is that they, uh, camels can be, the the one-humped camels can be up to seven feet tall at the hump. And then the two-humped At ones, the hump? Yes. 
and Jesus. six feet tall at, at the head level. Um, so these bitches are tall. Like, camels are fucking big. Yeah. And then the two humped ones can be another foot in an inch taller than that. So two yeah. humped camels are fucking gigantic. Uh, and uh, I, I learned a little bit about how... A dromedary Muslims... is one hump. Okay, cool. According to Super Auto. Glad that I got that wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so another thing is that um, Muslims consider camels to be halal, which is that means that they can eat them, but they have to uh, be cleansed with absolution before the next time they pray because the camel is unclean. Um, so like how they do with cows when they yep. they do the whole ritual thingy there. Yep, and uh, Jews will not eat camels at all because they uh, they fit one of two criteria. They are cud-chewing, but they don't have cloven hooves. Because they don't have cloven hooves, they cannot be eaten um, in a oh, kosher setting. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, pretty interesting. So now let's get to the serious stuff. A camel <laughs> blows three to four loads when it's in when it's breeding. So what? when a cam- <laughs> yeah, when a camel is getting it on, that male camel pumps out three to four loads in one session. Which I don't know about you, but I can't do that. No, no, I couldn't <laughs> dream about that situation. No. Yeah, so you imagine so, you blow a load and you're like, I got more, well, and, the, dude, and then there's three more. There's the there's people that How can do that. that? A, a friend of ours, friend of the show, Kyle, won't say last name, but you know who I'm talking about. In friend of the to show, me. Charles Manson. No, no, no. <laughs> he it was. We were talking about it one day, and I was like, dude, I am. Uh, by the way, Franny, I'm sorry, I'm going to divulge a lot of personal detail here. Uh he was God. talking about how, like, no, I'm going to let it ride. I'm going to tell you everything you need to know about my ejaculatory system. Okay, oh, so we we're having a conversation about it, and uh, he's like, oh, dude, I can just keep going. And I was like, I don't know about that. And he's like, no, seriously. And he was telling me about an interaction with a, a girl we, we went to school with where he was uh, getting down to business to defeat the Huns. And, hey, that's, yeah. that's a cheeky pun there. Look at that. Huns. Yeah. Look at that. Huns Anyways, and cheeky. Ah, also oh, applicable here. Yeah. Because yeah. of ass. Right, right. And he's. So- <laughs> 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 just, I, <don't- laughs> I, had to, I had to let it play in my head for a minute that you just okay. said that. And I. Uh, anyways, and he was talking about how, you know, in, the, in, in coitus, boom, bussin', and then she's like, more? And he's like, I'm already at the party, kept going a second time, and then kept going for a third, but didn't actually get, he didn't get to go full camel. He he kept trying. His body was okay with the attempt, but he wasn't able to, you know, launch the rocket the third time. But either way, launched it twice, went for a third. I'm like, dude, if I bust once in a day, minimum 24 hours, call me in the morning. Call me, yeah, call me tomorrow. If if I have, sure. All not even just year, no right? it's 24 hours if we if i have relations at night and the next morning it's either nope. me and her or i'm like let's give it a go with my old self not happening it ain't it ain't happening i've you don't think i've tried everyone knows that i've tried everyone <laughs> thinks i've tried i've tried there ain't no happening for me so that is called a refractory period and well my yeah refractory period is lower than that but yeah I'm no not, mine is but i'm not a i'm not a very sexual dude. right mine's 24 hours men Min. I mean, um, sure, maybe if the stars align, but it ain't happening. Fucking camels, man. 
So, Dude, so camels, on the other hand, oh, that's crazy. Three, their refractory period, yeah, their refractory period's like twenty-two seconds or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so the next thing about them also has to do with getting it on. Love that. Uh, they Lucas mates. is having the time of his life right now. I am. I'm so happy. You guys, I've been smoking camels for years. I'm so, <laughs> what? so glad I'm finally learning about You've it. You've been doing what to those camels? <laughs> they're, the, they're the fastest cigarette. Um, <laughs> those not out here, man. 40 There's, miles per hour. Not out here, dude. The humidity? It's like swimming in air out here. Cigarettes. Those camels last forever. Forever. Very niche joke that the person who would get it doesn't listen. But you know what? We got it. Yeah, we got it. Um, so also, camels mate sitting down, and they're the only how I would love it if that dude. Uh, Should I go to YouTube right now? No, we'll how? do that afterwards. It won't be on altogether. YouTube. Oh, it could be on YouTube. Just I'm trying. To, I'm assuming. <laughs> I, so uh, so the female the gets onto sits, her knees. She does down. the sit down thing where they bend their legs. Yeah. Like and then that. he sits down on top of her and it yep. inserts. It's exactly. It's like tortoise and style. Got, and there's yeah. And there's probably like a thirty-six six inch dong yeah. involved. Oh, there. no question. How in such a lazy position are you blowing three to four loads? Hey, <laughs> listen. Everybody listen. has doesn't what feels very mobile. Everybody has what feels good and doesn't. And to them, that's ecstasy. That's nirvana, we, baby. I that's used true. to have this thing called lazy sideways sex. Yes. Specifically, their song "In Bloom," which yeah. was yeah. where we would literally just both lay on our sides, and there wasn't there no wasn't movement a whole needed. Lot of movement. No, it's mo- <laughs> if we move too much, we're gonna squirm our way off the bed. Right. Yeah. And that that was our lazy version of. Was it lazy it. or was it intimate? I I like to think it was more intimate. That's what I would. I, you know what? I'm with you. It's I'm it's not obviously, with you. But. It's obviously more primal because that's how the camels do it. And they're yeah, blowing yeah, their yeah, yeah, What time. are we talking about? <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's why I'm, whenever I want to get real, real raw and down, I act like a turtle and I just go. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. yeah. Like, this like, is the animalistic side of me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, sit down, baby. I'm gonna take you for a ride. (laughs) And then I don't move at all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've got these little legs in this giant shell. What do you expect of me? You're not a turtle. Don't take this from me. I've got a big cardboard box around me. Uh, And I only got two more, not related to doing it. Um, These guys only drink water once every ten days. Yeah. Uh, I knew that contra- one. And yeah. and contrary to popular belief, they don't store it in their humps. No. They store it in their fat. Yeah. And also, they piss all the time. So whenever people say, you know, I can hold my bladder like a camel, they're, they're thinking of, they're, their head's in the right place, but they're so wrong. Camels pee all the time. Their body's yeah. processing that water like a normal mammal would. They don't store that. Um, And I would say that's all I got on camels. Um. What a neat maybe, little learning session. I don't know. I just found it, and I thought that it might be cool to bring up, and a couple cool things in there, you know? So, Did you you got, didn't find anything else out about their spitting habits? No. I'm no, curious about You're that. always into the weirdest thing on... about animals, Lucas. You're really... Yeah. I just want to know was... if it's true or not. I've, I've heard it in the movies, and you know, you can't always trust Hollywood. I was mostly focused on how they got it on because I thought that that was what you were interested in. Yeah. Oh, I was interested. I did this for you. <laughs> I'm going to go, go look up some stuff later just for yeah. science. Because right, 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 right. um, knowledge is power and G.I. Yeah, Joe and stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, uh, now my cats are screaming, so I should probably feed them. Would now be a good time for a break? We'll Perfect time, because much like a camel, I have to piss so bad right now. Me so too. Look Perfect. at that. All right, we'll All right. be back after these breaks from your regular scheduled advertising. All right, and we are back. Um, so Charles. if you have anything to say, remember you're on the record now. You're on the record. Yeah, we're on the record. Yeah, I want this on the record. Charles, I realized <laughs> in that whole horse camel thing, you called me a stud. You outright he did. called me. Dude, he did. I, yeah. Thank you. I disagree vehemently, I but I wanted you to have it. So I just. I, guess. I meant it. There's no denying. There's no denying the female attention that Lucas attracts. You know what? There's so when we were at comic-con we talked about this once but when we were at comic-con and you and alex and jake were all singing journey and having a great time lucas and i were chatting up this bitty and she was looking at him until some song came on and he busted out and had to stand up and go stand next to you to sing really loud and then it was just me and her and i was like all right well unfortunately i'm not in the game i was really hoping lucas would take this one and run but and then i came back and i was like too. Hey, you guys think we should leave? Listen, it's nice to meet you, <laughs> yeah, but we got to go. Yeah, yeah. Then he completely ruined the whole situation. It was like, so we're going to bounce. I'm just nice to meet you, but adios. And she's like, she okay, bye. You really, you really cucked the bag on that one, as they say. You did. Yeah. Um, all right. So I got, I got another... Um, I mean, I guess that wasn't observational. It was a little observational. I observed... It was just we learned. It was a little facts. learning hour. Although it took like 15 minutes, but a little learning hour. It was nice. So um, my next thing is uh, th throughout um, throughout like my day-to-day -day life and work, we end up doing a lot of research on different brands, like especially how they market their shit on their websites and stuff. Um, and just in general, like, you know, looking at customers that might be a good fit for us so we could reach out to them and whatever. So I end up... Um, doing some of that on my own when i like look at a brand sometimes i'll buy a product and i'll take it home i'll have something in my freezer and i'll like you know make a microwave dinner or something and i'll be like i wonder what oh, ham and guys... cheddar hot pocket well i i'm i think to myself no, it wasn't but i i'm like <laughs> i need i wonder know. what these guys have going on for advertising like what's their website layout how do they how do they monetize themselves and so i'll you know do a little bit of like side research i had a um frozen dinner brought to work for lunch it was a marie calendar's um like burrito bowl a red chili burrito bowl and i went on to the marie calendar's website and i could not believe what i saw oh no so their advertising strategy did, did you have is... the right marie's calendar this wasn't <laughs> yes. like a link to somebody's only fans right <laughs> no this was, this was, this was Ooh, marie, wrong marie and you click their products and you go to like frozen dinners it has the layout of all of their products you know listed all in a row and it has their star ratings and their star ratings are two or three stars for every product and it just lists them and they're and they're, and they're drop down to like one and a half and only like a couple products are like four stars and most of them are two or three and it's like almost all of them and i was like 
what the fuck kind of flex is this? They're like, they're like, hey, at least we're honest. <laughs> like, what are they trying to show you? And the other part was, you have to program that in. You oh have shit! To code that into your website. No, I went. I wanted to verify. I wanted to co-sign this. He's so right. It allows a rating system on their own website, and some stuff like the uh, key lime mini pie is two and a half stars. So that so Oof. if you go to their frozen dinners, a lot of them are two or three stars. And like I looked at their meatloaf, and it's a little bit less than two stars. And it's like, what are they trying to do here? <laughs> hey, come come try our shitty meatloaf. The it's only edible. thing that is uh, fully the only thing that is fully above three stars. There's a couple three and a half, three whatevers. There's only one thing that's a full four stars, and it's fettuccine with chicken and broccoli. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't not, think not it does. not easy to mess up. No, so, yeah, but like for when a you're, frozen meal, dude, their lasagna is 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 a, is barely a three star. How do you frick up frozen lasagna? And they have you like turkey it, and it. stuffing meal, and it's like two stars. It's like, what are that's they trying gross. to? Yeah, do? Yeah, two and two and a quarter. Yeah. That's Speaking as someone who has eaten almost all of these Marie Calendar meals at it's one so point high. in my life, their sweet and sour them. chicken, three and a three quarter star. Their Salisbury steak. Only three Ooh. star. How in God's green earth do you not have a five star Salisbury steak? That's the frozen dinner meal that always yep. tastes like a frozen dinner. Like it's just that's that's where it exists. I just it, I didn't think it was hilarious, but I thought it was very strange, and I was just perplexed by the advertising strategy. I was like, I, why would you do this? I, I want to know. You don't have to have those stars there. <laughs> I want to know what customers were compelled to review can these you, products. Can you order because... in bulk on their website? <laughs> yeah, that's the other part of what's going on. Like you most can... of these brands say, buy here, and it shows you like, we're sold in stopping shops. We're sold in price choppers. I can just buy... <laughs> Turkey pot pies, just right yeah. here on the website. <laughs> buy them. I gotta, those turkey pot pies are good. I don't care what. All right, so first off, they got a three star rating. Here's though. the problem with Marie Calendars. All right, I'll defend Marie Calendars because they sell my favorite dessert of all time. They're coconut they're better, cream pie. They're better than banquet, in my opinion. That's where you're wrong, Bucko. I would say so too. They're the fact that they're more than double the price and the same food. Yeah. means banquet wins just in every category, and also. Their advertising obviously reaches a market where the people feel inclined to go on there and leave reviews <laughs> yeah. about frozen yeah. meals. <laughs> that's, a really, that's a really good point. Yes, Someone yes. had to rate it. And multiple yeah. people because it's not a hard the four people, or three. There's the an actual that scale. The banquet are not like, yeah, somebody needs to know that this is going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's study really groups funny. it's focus groups and instead of throwing away the focus group data like every company ever they're like this is constructive this is what's getting <laughs> us where we need to go put it on the website right they're they're like their advertising strategy is full disclosure mm -hmm. <laughs> oh not, it's not good but you can order a lot oh my it. god this is incredible very sweet nice. but very good anyways yeah, That's I just so thought funny. that that was crazy. Like, are people going to go out there and be like, two-star meatloaf? You know what? I'll order 10 of them and see <laughs> yeah. for myself. Uh, Lucas and I talk about it all the time on the podcast and off the podcast. We're constantly talking about frozen dinners. And I know that you're a Hot Pocket man with me sometimes when I'm there and I say, Charles, want a Hot Pocket? And you go crazy mm -hmm. for it, as well as our Schwann's man history. 
What is your favorite frozen dinner? I don't know that about you. Um, favorite frozen dinner. That's yeah. A good question. I, I'm, I'm actually, talking about I the eat a fair amount of. I'm talking about like the dinner things, not a hot, not a pot pie, not a hot pocket, not like a specific thing. I'm talking about the trays with the this and this and first, this. First of all, a pot pie is definitely a frozen dinner. I have to say it because. That thing is like 800 no, calories and chocolate. It is yeah. it is a frozen meal that you can eat for dinner, no question. It is definitely a dinner food. I'm talking specifically about the TV dinner, the the frozen TV dinner type style. The mm. the the what is it called? The big man, the hungry man, the the banquets, the stofers, <clears throat> the blah blah. Yeah, the say, ones that literally come in a tray for yeah. your tray table. Yeah, yep, yep. I'm yep, gonna yep, say yep. that um, probably the Marie Callender's chicken parmesan would be. Oh, right up there. hold on, let's see how many stars it has. <laughs> probably not many. Uh, probably not enough. Yeah. Probably not enough. And then, um, and then the banquet Swedish meatballs. Oh, the banquet Swedish those. That's a good choice. That is a those very good the choice. Bottom, and they and they actually do a pretty good job of capturing the flavor of Swedish meatballs, which is not uh, that easy to do. It breaks three stars. It's just over three stars. You can see the edge of the fourth star just barely lit up. So okay, so it's pretty good. Jean bowl. It's a bowl. But it's in comparison. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Relative yeah. to what else you're talking about. It, it just makes the cut of average. Yeah. Mine is either uh, banquet fried chicken or banquet Salisbury steak. I'm a Salisbury steak boy. Banquet fried chicken is a great choice. <clears throat> it's a very I could I could still do banquet fried chicken, but as far as most of those frozen dinners go, I don't know if it's trauma-based or what, but there's a certain level of frozen meal that I won't accept anymore. So... Like, like a, low or high? Low. Oh, I'm the opposite. Like 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 cheap cheap frozen meals. I'm like I'm like now nah, I'm gonna spring for the better one. Uh, like there's these uh I forget what the brand is, but they call them power bowls. Oh, there's like uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Black box. Black box. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, come yeah. in like the plant based you know compostable bowls or whatever. Yeah. But what's in there is actually really good. Yeah. Um, and I've really enjoyed it. Um. My favorite right now is uh, it's a Devour. I don't know yeah. what brand this is. I think Devour, Devour is. Uh, I think it is too, but it's supposed to be like their upscale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, specifically, their white cheddar bacon mac and cheese. Oh, it's really interesting. Good. It's I probably not good for you. It's 350 at Walmart, right? Uh, it has an insane amount of sodium in it, but they're um, yeah. they're they're spicier <clears throat> mac and cheeses, the Devour ones. Oh, they have the Buffalo good. Mac. So I'm not a big fan of Buffalo flavoring, like hot Neither sauce am I, but I like but I like I'm it. a big fan of covering up flavor sins <laughs> in food with spice. Yeah, me too. Mm. Actually, I'm with Charles now. But I'm the opposite, and this is kind of like when we were talking about way back when, you know, uh, souping up ramen and stuff like that. If I'm buying a frozen meal, I've already given up on my dinner. <laughs> I want it to be as low as possible, both financially and also nostalgically. I'm just like, I can make food. I can just walk into the kitchen, make anything I want at any point in the day. If yeah. I'm already resorting to the microwave and something out the freezer, give me banquet. I'm done. I, I'm not... I'm not throwing money. I'm not giving real money, seven, eight, nine dollars. I'm not giving real money for that. So uh, another thing that Lucas just mentioned, he was like talking about how good some foods are or aren't for you as far as um, yeah. different frozen meals go. Uh, about 
10 or maybe 15 years ago, Hot Pockets went through a massive rebranding that flew under the radar where they wiped out most of the nasty shit in them and replaced it all with fairly Relatively clean stuff, label yeah. ingredients and took out like all the weird preservatives and stuff. And as far as being healthy for you, Hot Pockets are actually way in the upper echelon of frozen It's like what happened healthy. to Taco Bell. Like way up there. Mm -hmm. Like in the 2000s, Taco Bell was literal poison. And then in the 2010s, they were like, this isn't working. And they completely revamped all their recipes. And now they're I'm, actually one of the healthier restaurants. Yeah. Despite I mean, being actually trash water. In terms of nutritional proportions and stuff, those Hot Pockets have like more protein, less fat, less sodium, more of what's good for you, less of what's bad for you than almost right. any yeah. other frozen That's food. pretty neat. I already love Hot Pockets. Now I have a reason to gorge myself on four to yeah. five of them a day anyways. I just appreciate the, that they use clean label ingredients. The the Power Bowls that I... Uh, I used to eat the, one of those every day for lunch when I worked at Cornell. Uh, we tried the meal prepping for a while. We found out that if we just stocked up on these, these dinners for $3 a box, it was almost the same price. It was a little more expensive. Right. But... We also didn't lose our Sunday to cooking all week. Right. Cooking for the week. To like meal prep type stuff, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I have to say like that was healthy probably the- Healthy choice Power Bowls, by the way. Healthy choice. That's what they are. I love they have those the, things. Those things are yeah. really good. Uh, the grains and everything they use, like most of that stuff you would steam or boil to cook oh, anyway. Yeah. So oh, yeah. it's right. like- it's not like the oh, microwave does it's, anything it's, to it's it. It's not a knock on the microwave because uh, Sorted Food actually has a whole bunch of videos that's really cool. It's a bunch of British guys I love to watch. I think I've shown Charles them a bunch. Uh, Sorted Food does a, an incredible entire like series on cooking with the microwave. The microwave is an incredibly useful tool that we underutilize because honestly 70s and 80s marketing towards tv dinners like that's the majority of the reason why we believe the microwave is what it is the microwave fucking rules well so as a cooking tool i think that it's pretty handy it's actually the availability of microwavable foods that leaves a lot to be desired because microwavable foods tend to be bombed with nasty ingredients preservatives and yeah, they're cheap. sodium they're they cheap, cheap as hell yeah. exactly um but that doesn't mean that things can't be high-end with the microwave it mm -hmm. totally could work. And for the same reason that Lucas was just talking about with those grains and stuff, I prefer burrito-based microwavable things most of the time because they got, like, rice, beans, chicken, and a sauce. And yeah. it's hard to mess that up. <laughs> you want Again, though, just on, like, what I said before, you want to know what my favorite burritos are? The freaking L whatever, 80 Monterey. cent. Yeah, 80 oh, cent God. burritos. I will throw them back. <laughs> I won't stop eating those things. You have to pull me off them. The main thing I eat as far as microwavable foods goes is breakfast because I don't have time to eat breakfast before I leave, I just and I almost breakfast. always have to eat breakfast at yeah. work. And if I don't eat breakfast, I turn into an asshole. Right. So, oh um, man, you never eat breakfast. Na -na 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 -na. I just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just Wait, joking. I don't get it. Um, he says that I'm an asshole. No, don't. Got it. I, I just got it. No, I'm catching up. I'm catching up. You were just googling some uh, sort of frozen foods that you enjoy. Dude, breakfast is breakfast is hard to find healthy food options for. Honestly, it's, yeah, breakfast, breakfast is, uh, is inherently not, unhealthy. It's like not the, good for you. Yeah. Cereal terrible. Uh, Eggs and bacon terrible. Like right. everything we eat for pancakes are fucking awful. Um, everything we eat for breakfast is trash food. Honestly, so I've been um, I've just been doing a uh, 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 protein shake basically in the which morning. Which is good. Yeah. No, that is good. Uh, it, I do protein shake and usually something light that involves granolas or fiber or something. Yeah. 
So, so objectively, Yogurt. I hate the way that society looks at breakfast because of the fact that people, if you are eating something weird in the morning, weird in quotations, right. for breakfast. There is like, no such thing as mealtime. Like, what are me, you I eating agree. for breakfast? And yeah. and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? A piece about? of cherry for, pie. Fuck off. Like, like if, <laughs> if, right. If in the morning I'm eating sushi for breakfast, that's a good breakfast because that's mostly protein and a uh, lot of carbohydrates to get you zooming carbohydrates Car- carbohydrates are good when they're not white flour and water they should not be yeah. loaded with sugar yeah. they should yeah. not be loaded with fat you should have a yeah. lot of protein carbohydrates are okay you don't want to be bombarding your body with like sugar and fat and shit that is going to lead to crashes afterwards um, yeah so oh i'm a firm believer you, that i'm a firm believer that there is no right time to eat food uh, yeah, in this in I, I the totally silly agree. side of i'm gonna eat a slice of pizza or a piece of cake for breakfast that's like the joke oh right. what do you eat and your life's going inside but just in general if i wake up that's and... not worse for you in the morning no no it's not well cake <laughs> and pancakes are the exact same thing so exactly. like i don't know why pancakes but are the bane of my existence they're terrible or waffles or any of that but the, I, if I, french yeah. toast all of that if i wake up and I open the fridge and there is some, you know, leftover French onion soup. And I'm like, I want this for breakfast. Fuck you. That's a good time yep. to eat it because I want it. It's a great time to eat it. I'm, I'm totally with you. And uh, another thing to throw in here that prompted way more conversation than I thought. But I should have known because we're a food podcast. We're a food podcast. We I are a food podcast. That's on you. You were in that wow, for it's next been time. been a while since we called yeah. back to that. But we yeah, are a food I don't podcast. Know. That, was a, that was a solid prompt for that, I think. Yeah. All right, um, next. I I, I want to hit you guys with what I have next. I have okay. two things, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do one because I think that it might be a good conversation starter. Yeah. Also, time so, wise, we haven't even done Jerry's corner, and we're we're zooming. So I all right. Well, I got a, I other. got a little game. It doesn't have to be crazy long. Okay. Um. So we were talking about it a little bit. I want to do fuck, Mary, kill, World War Two dictators edition. Okay. Oh so, my uh, gosh. Okay. So here's what I got. Ooh, no way to get canceled on this. Yeah, demonetized. Here we go. Yeah. Lucas already got us demonetized, so it's fine. That's his. That's his thing. That's it's his whole shtick. thing. Yeah, allows us more um, freedom. So fuck, Mary, kill. <laughs> Actually, that's true. Hitler, Benito Mussolini, of course, Joseph Stalin, the big three. Gotta love them. Yeah. The big well, three. so I had originally had a, comp- a just dictators edition and i was gonna swap out benito mussolini with saddam hussein but there's just no there's no, just no, no. There's it no would way. just hurt to yeah. do that yeah so yeah, you gotta yeah. throw benito mussolini yeah you gotta stick with with what's happening here actually did i show um, you i'll show you i'm not gonna recant to here because retelling a story is not good but i'm gonna link you guys an snl skit that is hilarious it's about the most evil it's it's the most evil machine competition it's phenomenal. Anyone listening, look, if I haven't showed you it already, look it up. It's phenomenal. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Anyways. Uh, so I'll give you mine first, as is the way of these things. Right, and, right. Um, Give us time to build. So I would fuck Joseph Stalin, because uh, I, I got to say, Google pictures of young Joseph Stalin. That guy was fuckable. You take a look at young Joseph Stalin, and he is by far the most handsome of these dictators. As a young man, very good looking. And, um, I don't know, fuck Joseph Stalin, you know? It yeah, it's like on two levels. It's, it's like hate. It's like hate effing. Yeah, you could hate fuck Joseph Stalin. There you go. And, and you know what? He's handsome enough to make it work. So it could still work for you. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry Benito Mussolini because that one's a given. Uh, is it? 
I think yeah, it is. I, I want to know why. <laughs> is, is it a given? Uh, I'm going to say it's a given because uh, he's an Italian, so he probably knows how to cook. Out of the three of okay. That's, that's an assumption. Italian's racist. food sucks in general. I am but also the only assuming... one of us that's any Italian. Also, no, I am one one point eight percent Italian, and I use it to flex on Jake all the time. Yeah, but you're Sicilian. I don't know if that's true. Uh, Benito Mussolini has the best name out of all of these gentlemen, that's, in my that's opinion. A, well, that's no, that's a fact. Benito Mussolini is way cooler than Joseph yep. Stalin and Adolf. All I right, like Adolf. His... When you compare the three mustaches, I like his mustache the best. Also fair. Also um, fair. I don't know. Stalin's has a real Tom Selleck vibe to it. And I feel like uh, Benito Mussolini, he was actively bad, but he also did a lot of his things through ignorance and less through deliberate action. Uh, so I would, I would not for- put that on a podcast with you saying that like that. I'm, he uh, okay. wasn't a bad guy. He just neglected people. It's like no, what I what I mean to say is that out of these three dictators, he was the least actively mal- uh, malicious. I think. I don't know if that's true. I think I that know. he murdered the least number of people. I also Can we don't just know agree that, on that? I don't know if that's true either. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say that Benito Mussolini murdered less people than Hitler and Joseph Stalin, and I feel pretty confident saying. I do, I I don't know. And I'm going to say I would kill Hitler because if you're given a question and kill Hitler is an option, it's always the right answer. Yes. So I think everybody's pretty much locked in at kill Hitler. Yeah, I Uh, I don't think you can get away from this without saying that. Even if it may... Because Stalin a lot of times gets called worse. But get away with but well, you have to you have to kill Hitler here, huh? I, mm-hmm. I mean, they were both absolutely terrible. Actually... I guess it really just depends on, like, if you think that it's worse that Stalin hated poor people or if you think that it's worse that Hitler hated poor people and the Jews. And gypsies. True. And political true. prisoners. True, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it... Just, just kind of stack it up, yeah. And dogs uh, that weren't German shepherds. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, we definitely all kill Hitler. And then yeah. um, I actually fuck Mussolini... And marry Stalin. Nobody says you have to fuck the guy you marry. That's true. That's true. That's true. I'm not saying that I'm fucking Mussolini. <laughs> <laughs> no, you kind of implied it. You're like, once he p- cooks up that pasta fajol, I'm going to take his linguine and my meatloaf or something. Yeah, I don't remember what you said exactly, but it was close to that. Pasta fajol. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, also, just by Google, a basic raw Google search is, yeah, Mussolini was by far the least deadly. Not the least tyrannical, but the least deadly. They were Possibly all tyrannical, the least handsome and it's hard. Too. Oh, definitely the least handsome. No, nobody says you have to fuck him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's right. He's right. I, and, and I got to say, um, there's no right answer in comparing tyrannical dictators, uh, but if there was... Least murderous is definitely a good category. Yeah. It is. That's true. You do have to I think set if I'm some marrying sort of a murderer, number of number of murders is definitely something I to think consider. If if I'm gonna marry any one of these three, then that number is inconsequential. It does not matter. I actually think we're forgetting one really important thing. Wasn't Hitler with his wife like the whole time? Wasn't didn't they die together? Wasn't that the whole thing? Yeah. That wasn't he Ava, like an incredibly faithful and yeah. yeah. So I'm just saying, if I'm gonna marry someone, 
I want the literal ride or die guy. I'm just saying, I'm not defending the choice here. <laughs> I'm just saying that Stalin and Mussolini will have your head, whereas Hitler will give. I'm not going to finish that thought. We'll but no, that's, that's I didn't say saying. that. You that's said it. I didn't saying. say that. You I know said what that. You're saying. I'm just saying, in this scenario, I'm condemned to hell no matter what. I might marry Hitler. That's what I'm I saying. D- That's all I I'm saying. I don't like this one. That's all, game. all I'm saying. Is I don't like this version I'm doing of that. this game. <laughs> and then I'm going to. We and pick then, different people. <laughs> and then I'm going to kill Mussolini yeah. because I don't like Italians. Just kidding, but sort of. And then I guess I'm going to have sex with Stalin, just like Charles. That's my final answer. Oh, I was going to marry Stalin just so I could get a look at them hot Russian ladies that turn into babushkas. I want myself a good book, a fleet of babushkas. All right, you heard it here first, folks. Lucas loves a fleet of babushkas. Yeah, and I'd marry Hitler. All right. I learned a lot about all of us today, and I'm not sure that any of us needed to know any of them. Now the world does. (laughs) Well, Um, you know what? Makes for good television. Did you have another uh, thing, or are we saving your last thing? I got another thing, but I could save it. It's let's, not. Let's it's save just it. the same thing as the last thing, but not as good. Oh, yeah, save it then. We'll do it next time. Or and at we'll least go, not as not as problematic anyway. And go right into Barry's corner. That's what we're calling Jerry's corner because Lucas is chiming in. Don't concern yourself with the berry part of it. I thought Lucas Should was I just knock to be these Larry? things out real no, quick? No, because you said that the first letter thing was irrelevant because you wanted to be something else. So then I just... wanted to be Barry. And then yeah, you well, you can't be you Barry? can't be Barry I'm because already he's Barry. already Barry. It's in the name. Yeah, it's so in the I name. have to be. So I have to be Harry in that yeah. case. Yeah, you have to be. Then you have to be Larry. No, I'm Gary Jerry because I started the corner. I get to choose what I want. You're the one who oh, changed the rules I was setting. I set rules. Come to work today, so yeah. you have to be Harry. Yeah, exactly, Harry. But this is this is Barry's corner. So I got a few things. This is where we air my my grievances. Uh, real quick, can I be honest with you guys? I guess. Well, I mean, if anybody, yeah, it'd right. be us. Actually, let me think about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, second how, off. How hurtful is this going to be? Oh, I'm just asking if I can be honest with you. I just want to know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah okay. Oof, oof. Okay, now that that's out the way. This was brought up on Mythical Kitchen today, and we joke about this a lot. This is something that we talk about in the group chat a lot because one of our buddies is like really hilariously dead set on this point but i thought it was interesting what is legitimately non-memory wise what is the age you perceive yourself as like what is your head age your brain age i feel 30 and i feel like i felt 30 when i was younger too okay so 30 has so that's the follow-up question is how has it changed when you became an adult you kind of locked in 30 and you're still pretty comfortably there yeah, I always looked forward to being 30, and now that I'm 30, it's what I wanted it to be, and I, yeah, I like it. Okay, it interesting. Good. Lucas, brain age. My brain age is in my late 20s still, I think. Um, just because I'm doing the things in my life that I should have been doing in my late 20s, um, I can't haven't quite breached that over 30 mark that makes me feel 30. Okay. Um, just the things that I've learned and that I'm capable of is like, yeah, late 20s. Okay. 
And how has that changed? When did you notice that? If it's ever been anything you paid attention to? Um, rather recently. Uh, I think it's probably the divorce. Uh, oh, right, right. Because did you feel young when you were married slash before it? Well, I'd always felt older and like oh. wiser ahead of the curve with my peers most of the time. Mm-hmm. Regardless uh, of if that's true or not. Boom regardless clap. of if that true, if that was true I was just, I wanted to get a little boom roasted in. Uh, <laughs> and my experiences in California made me think that I knew a lot more than I actually did. And then, uh, yeah, when I realized I didn't know much, I was like, oh, I've been acting like a, a child. Like, Oh, a, do you, so you actually regressed in brain age in your personal in my mind, Right. And then once I've balanced out and realized, you know, taking a realistic look at it, I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I am a little stunted because of the choices I've made in my life. No, you're stunting, it, like flexing on them. Right. Yeah. But I don't have a lot to compare it to other than just the other people I see in my, you know, field of work. Right. Uh, you know, I and see even a then lot you're these... not in their head. Right. I, I see a lot of these 25 year old guys that are in similar positions as me mm-hmm. who are like, you know, five years from now, I'll be out on my own right? and I'll be, you know, I'll just start my own business or something. You know, I'm just yeah. saving up the money right now. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's what I'm doing. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? What are you talking about? Over here? Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. So I've, I've... I... oh, you go, you go. Sorry, I just had a quick note and it's yeah. related to what Lucas just said. When I was younger, especially like, I think maybe 14, 15 and onward, when I was a kid, I felt right. like an adult because I spent a lot of time with adults. Yes. And like, they were always telling me that I was very smart and that I, you know, conversed like an adult. Mm-hmm. And so that made me feel more like an adult. Right. Um, when I hit to the age of like 15 and onward, I'd say, and I started realizing that um, a lot of adults are really kind of dumbasses and that there's like uh like there are adults that you look at like oh that's an adult but as a kid i really had the feeling wear off very quickly of this is somebody to look to for guidance and i didn't feel that way about the majority of adults because i would hear people say some shit that i was like well that's just flat out wrong and so that carried (laughs) with me i think through my 20s the more i worked which is why your brain age was aged up because you were like oh i'm on your level relatively speaking so I start working like retail and stuff and I'm meeting like 50 year old people that are starting over in the same position that I'm in then. And I was like, okay, so I'm in a pretty normal position, but also it reinforced to me, like when I would go out and like have a conversation with a coworker, uh, outside, we we're all smoking cigarettes or whatever. And I would hear these people say stuff and then I would say something and they'd be like, boy, you're really smart, huh? And I was like, People, because they're older, really are not smarter or even necessarily wiser. They didn't necessarily make the right decisions to put them into a point of authority to say to you that something is right or wrong. Right. So I think that, um, and especially where I'm at right now in work, where I'm in my early 30s and uh, am in a position of authority over people who are much younger than me in general yeah. like yeah. just in general and people come to me with because of my aptitude for things and expect me to have answers and i don't have that with people that are older than me at all and yeah. it's been like that for a long time i think so to me i don't 
I have a weird relationship with mental age because I don't think that yeah. I ever thought that being older meant that you were wiser. Or right. at least it wore off for me at a pretty young age. Well, so I never equated age with intelligence in any capacity. That's never been a, a thing I thought went side by side. What I kind of, my, my relationship with it, and the reason why this question made me so interested when I heard it on the, on the episode, was I have two, I've talked a lot, especially in my solos, about this like sort of, it's definitely not, I'm not self-diagnosing or anything. It's definitely not split personality or anything like that. But like, I have a very hard time with identifying with myself. I have a very tough time knowing who I am. And a big part of that is two very distinctly different brain ages that are offset by who I'm with. I definitely mm -hmm. think the dominant side of me, the, 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 the more, the more prevalent side of me is very young. Like, I have not aged since I was, like, 16. I like to have fun. I like to yeah. spend my money on stupid shit. I think it's more enjoyable to be excited and over the top than it is to be controlled and, and responsible, In if that that's, makes any sense. That sounds crazy, but it, that's... No, it makes a lot of sense. It's actually crazy because my therapist, when I lived in Connecticut, when I was, like, 26, yeah. I think, um, you could tell he was a little bit woo-woo, a little mm -hmm. hippie. But he was he was the yuppie type of hippie, uh, like a Tom Fredericks. You Ooh, know? yeah, yeah. That's who he reminded me of, uh, the way he crossed his legs and talked the way he did. The, a very anyway. professorly hippie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he did a new type of therapy uh, they were exploring where they uh, basically were saying that not necessarily everybody has split personalities, but we mm -hmm. all capture personalities of ourselves mm. at different times in our lives as coping mechanisms. Like when we learn Ooh. something, we capture ourselves at the time that we learned it. So like we take a snapshot of our 15 year old brain right. when we learned something. And those formative years, mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, when that little voice of our 15 year old self comes in and says, hey, remember we learned this? It kind of takes over and takes the reins. So that's why like certain people or certain things will trigger your 15-year-old self essentially to take over because that's oh, the person yeah. that learned about this. About that and we, feeling we, or whatever. Right. And we learned some of these things uh, about myself by exploring like these voices and disseminating that they are different versions of myself and that there is a central me and I had a surreal experience where it was like a guided meditation type thing where I had a six-year-old version. This is getting really deep. No, I'm listening. <laughs> no, I like it. <laughs> I had a, uh, there was like a six-year-old version of me when my mom was uh, in jail or rehab or wherever she was. Mm -hmm. uh, I was living at my grandma's and I didn't want to get off the couch. I was like, I'm not eating. I'm not mm -hmm. moving. I'm not moving from this spot until my mom comes home. Because mm -hmm. I know that when she does come home, she'll sleep on this couch, whether she tries to slip in and out before we see her or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that moment for me when I sat there for at least 24 hours without eating, uh, I realized that I was a, a burden to people that were taking care of me. Right. Like, my six-year-old mind. You thought you were. I thought I was. Right, right. So my six-year-old mind determined at that point in time that I need to make sure that I carry my weight mm -hmm. because none of these guys asked for me to be here. Mm -hmm. 
I didn't ask to be here, but we're all here. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> it, that's a really we, messed up way to think about it. That's very <clears throat> not messed up. That was the wrong words to use there. But like the right. idea that no one asked for you to be there is right. Because someone obviously did, whether it was accidental or not. You were asked to be there. Right. But, ju- but ju- my six-year-old self exactly. was like, sorry, I, that's have, why I, was I have sorry. to basically carry my weight because these people can't take care of me. Mm-hmm. Whether it's because they don't want to or they can't. They, yeah. They're spread too thin. And that's where a lot of like abandonment issues came where I wouldn't get close to people. Uh, I would go to other people's houses and do chores for them to mm-hmm. make sure that, like, you know, if I ate dinner at a friend's house, like, I can't just take dinner. I have to, yeah. I have to make sure I'm not a burden to these people, or or else they'll just disappear. And that voice would come into my head a lot as an adult, when in relationships with girlfriends yep. uh, or other things like that, where I'd have to, like, I was always trying to overcompensate for something. Or if I knew I couldn't, I would just leave. Yeah. Flighty. And, <clears throat> flighty. And I, I swear to you, I had a conversation with my six-year-old self that like where I head. told him, you're not me and I'm equipped to handle these things now. So I don't need you to remind me of the dangers Weird. that can happen and this dude like started videotaping our therapy sessions yeah because it was a confirmation further... of his I, I, yeah because he had gone to seminars and he taught classes elsewhere that yeah. he was just like you know there's a lot of developments that are coming out about how we do actually snapshot ourselves and yeah. keep those for our that's how we learn yeah. is we take a snapshot of our brain at that time. Yeah. And so when we revisit that part of our brain, that personality comes out as well. Uh, so that's something I've been very conscious of moving forward that's weird. in my life. I've, I've heard you, um, you've explained that theory to me before and it makes a lot of sense and I really like it and hearing you explain it too. I can yeah. definitely see how a lot of parts of those things are true. I can definitely remember like specific instances where I learned a lesson that I relate to still. I always I think can't about do that, that at all. instance when that happened. My memory is so brain. ass that that might be why, but yeah, I don't yeah. remember my early childhood though. Not at yeah. all. Like not at all. <clears throat> yeah. and, well, I um, noticed after having gone through that in Connecticut, I went straight to California, and when I moved back to New York and started hanging out with people that I hadn't seen in forever, mm-hmm. I had made a lot of progress in, in who I was and how I acted that people in New York had never seen. Right. And when I came back, I went right back to how they expected me to act. Right, right, it right. Was, it was that like version that, of you. That version of me, he knew how to, to yeah. navigate 19-year-old this, this Lucas or whatever structure. the hell kicked yeah. back yeah. in. Yeah. That's interesting. <clears throat> I am glad that I don't have that instinct with the people yeah. that I know. Um, yeah. I don't feel as if I act like. Well, I so mine's mine's before. not so. Oh, right. So back to what I was saying. So mine's not with. Yeah, um, let's hear I got distracted. Uh, is not with necessarily a person, but it's still very similar. And you, Lucas, I just yelled at him the other day, so you'll know exactly what I'm talking about in a minute here. So the the young version of me, which I would kind of like put right around, right around fifteen, sixteen, when I was really being a goofball with like Greg and taking Franny out to things, and my brother and I were making next uh, excavations. Why was I going to say that word? That makes no <laughs> sense. Uh, uh, adventures out. I was going out in the, with Charles and Ithka and all that stuff. That's the version of me that I feel 
when I'm talking about Cat in the Hat, when I get really excited about Elden Ring, when I'm like going to a Comic-Con, like that's the version of me I choose to allow to really take hold. And that's the version of me that gets very defensive when the other side, and this is the side that happens very rarely, um, but it's a very distinctive personality that I have to actively fight. And that is the what I associate with the adult brain, the adult age, which is whatever the fuck age. It's just not whimsical anymore. So let's just say 30 because that's when everyone says you're, you know, so on and so forth. And that is the side of me that gets very upset about simple deal with it lifestyle shit. That's the mm-hmm. side of me that's like how the no offense. I'm not. I, the reason why I'm immediately being defensive is because a lot of things can sound attractive to you too because you two are the guys I vent to the most and I don't want you to think that it's at you. But like when a scheduling thing comes up, that's the side of me that's like, just fucking deal with it. Show up. Like that's not an, it's not an issue to do uh, responsibility. It's, it's the responsible side of me, quote unquote. And yeah. it's the angry, legitimately it's the angry side of me. Show up when I ask you to show up or when we agreed on. Uh, work a shitty career you don't care about but because it's the better scheduling that's what i was talking about lucas when i was like why yeah. are you doing like obviously if you're happy do whatever you want that's always priority but that's the side of me that's like immediately defensive of like suffer for 50 years through a career because that's what we have to do it's that angry side of me that's like very i'm gonna work till i die i'm gonna pay my bills because i handle all the financials in my house and i happily do that but i have to pay all my bills i have to make sure my cars run i have to make sure the floors are sweat like that side of me the very small side of me it's the angry side of me and i'm very aware when it happens so we had had like a whole chasm of years that we um hadn't really been we where we didn't associate with one another and i had known you before and then you know and then we got to know each other again and um that side of you that it didn't exist before. No, I no. I, before. I Yeah, I don't know when it... I mean, probably because I <clears throat> took on a home and, and a wife way earlier and whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was. The stress of not being able to provide for my wife is probably what starts it. I, Franny and I have talked about this in excess. If I can't... If I am ever... If she wants something... And she doesn't want much. She is incredibly low-key. And we joke about how bougie she is or whatever, but she's very mm-hmm. low-key. And if she wants something and I have to say no to her, that's like the biggest thing in my head that immediately turns on that other like fucking, okay, now you have to lock it in. Like just you yeah. have to be that guy. To, to me, I imagine that you probably developed it as a coping mechanism. And, oh. also, yeah, I mean. and also maybe as like a personal code of conduct. Like yeah. navigating a new scenario that was foreign to you, well, figuring out the way to feel and that's, about it. And that's actually something it. you guys can relate to for me at least a bit because you knew me right at the end of high school through college where I wasn't, you know, I didn't run the same crowds as you guys did. And I was sure. very, a little bit high horsey about it. Mm-hmm. Like, why the fuck are you out here doing this? Like, even at yep. that, that, that was, that was a big turning point. So in regards to what Charles said, that could be a big part of it. That was a big turning point of being like it's very easy to not make bad decisions you know what i mean like to me no nah, it's fine it's just a puppy dog barking it's fine um but but that was that was a that was definitely a huge part of it for me was like oh maybe i this isn't a therapy session but like honestly losing my friends could have been a huge part of it because i lost every single i think this friend. this is a therapy session yeah. it just turned into one and i yeah. and i'll oh. and i'll say that yeah. What I learned about <laughs> this uh, um, method of therapy that I was in is yeah. that those parts of you, uh, those were snapshotted because of a very important moment where yeah. you learned something for your survival. So it's important that you don't 
neglect those different parts of you yeah and you find a balance that's between what i them. love doing <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I am the most re- like I suppress so much. I haven't cried in over a decade. I love locking this shit up. Well, yeah. some sometime, sometime you might find that it behooves you to harmonize yeah. those different angles. And, and I go on a also, rampage. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. Um, and I'd also just like to remind you that um, all of those parts of yourself led you to choose marrying Hitler and I No, he's right. He's right. He's right. So I want you to consider that when you But that was it. the whimsical side of me though. Okay. <laughs> the responsible one wouldn't that's have chosen that. That's even more problematic. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's really the, good point. So that's supposed to be the fun one. Yeah, that's true. All right, go, you know what? Hey, thank you. I needed to get, Lucas, yeah. you took me too far. Uh, this was a good. This is why Barry's corner was a good idea. Barry's corner is a great idea because uh, that was only was my first do, thing, and now you. I need you to say some. Yeah. I was just going to complain about how Subway's footlong is fifteen dollars instead of five. No, now you don't even that conversation. That actually leads into my last uh, uh, Barry's corner topic. So we'll do this. This is good. I was talking with my buddies today. Here, I'll ask my question, and then we'll talk about prices of things because my question's very okay. small. When you're eating a hot sandwich, a hot sub, sub in specific, yep. think a uh, meatball. Bogey grinder. Correct. Think of a hero. Isn't there that what they go. call yep. Hero? Yeah. There's not a gyro, else. not the way you properly pronounce gyro. Isn't a hero also a subway san- a submarine sandwich? Charles, you're muted again. God damn it. How does that <laughs> You bump it, whatever. <laughs> muscle so, memory, I don't know. A hero is a sub. It's not a specific yeah. kind of sub. It's just, it is a sub. Just like a hoagie. Uh, or a, a submarine, right. a hoagie, a mm. grinder, a hero. I, gotcha. All of those are different phrases for sub. Gotcha. So A hero is is the, the G one. Right? The, yes, yeah. that's the, the Greek uh, oh my god so good i went to blue dolphin i took jake and christy to blue oh. dolphin and got there i got the souvlaki because i want the lamb but i drove oh by my it god. three times and i was like oh i should stop it's my favorite diner in in history it's my favorite diner but anyways okay, okay so so when yeah, you're so. eating a submarine sandwich think a hot one th- with sauce think something like a meatball think something like a chicken parm how do you feel when the hinge of the bread gets all soggy and becomes a bread dussy and gets all like you know softened Ugh. up i don't do, like do, it you don't like it okay i've gotten to i love it i love it it gets so as, it, as long as it doesn't break marinara, yeah. as long as it doesn't break oh okay so you're a clean sandwich boy break. yeah Fuck no it. yeah yeah send you know the what? caution <laughs> to the wind no break. i'm with him i'm with him uh, I just for the same reason I like a bread bowl, and also for the same reason I like condiments. Bread is inherently dry, yeah. and that's some pe- not great. Some people like it dry. <laughs> Actually, yeah, to the conversation, some people love it dry. They do. I asked it, and Jake, uh, 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 a popular enemy of the Lucas, it was he. It nauseates him. He, he wants his sandwiches like food combined, though. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's a big part of it, but specifically soggy bread. And he's like this way with cereal as well, which I am not. I'm a soggy cereal boy to the day I die. I love the last few spoonfuls of a soggy cereal, but um, he doesn't. He would prefer. I like it. the progression in cereal. Yeah, crunchy, crunchy, middle, middle, yes. soggy. I love yeah. that. I like that too. He would prefer a sandwich dry. He eats because he doesn't like mayo and all this kind of stuff. He gets his fast food burgers just meat because he doesn't like American cheese and he doesn't like uh, uh, mustard. So he just gets either meat and ketchup or just meat and you know like pickles. He or doesn't put condiments on sandwiches. No, he's a dry boy. 
What is wrong with him? He doesn't like that Rumitic. soggy bread dussy like we do. Oh, uh, not so, me, Charles, and I, not you. Yeah. So, but so, so the reason why oh, this I, all came I don't up, mind if it's soggy as long as it stays together. Okay. Well, soggy. well, so you're a dude who likes your foods wet. I wouldn't go yeah. so far as to no, say I'm that a wet I food need guy. It. I don't need every food to be wet, but I definitely prefer foods with sauces just in yeah. general. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I am a big soup fan. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're actually, a wet food boy. I think you're a wet food boy in denial. You're a closeted wet food boy. I think that I'm talking myself into realizing that <laughs> yeah. I'm a wet food boy. Because I was like, I also Maybe like you should marinating, share. marinating yeah. my meats. Yeah, your and... favorite stir fry of all time is one of the sloppiest meats. It's just, it's a saucy, wet yeah. affair. It doesn't even crisp or dry up. It just cooks and it stays. Yeah, but that's still a, a, that's, a, wet, yeah. a wet feeling. But to have no condiments, I mean... Well, this isn't about <laughs> how Jake's a crazy... No, Lucas has a thing. It's fun. This but is just... The reason why that uh. came up, Lucas, in Barry's Corner, um, we were chit-chatting about... I was, I, Franny was stopping to pick up food, and I was like, I would love a sandwich. And she's like, should I go to Subway? And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, the prices on Yeah, the prices on Subway subs and how high they've gone compared to uh, Salem Prime Cuts is the name of the local butcher... Their sandwiches are nine bucks and way bigger and way better quality. What what is Subway thinking? I'm with you. Yeah. I gotta so, say, as far as the five dollar sub goes, the big well M that hasn't really existed in company. forever. Well, the big M still yeah. makes the subs. No, the big M subs are great. Price. I love. And they're only they're like eight fifty for like a. But oh, they dude, run it. So but they packed. run a special. Yeah. sometimes where it's yeah you books. get or yeah. isn't isn't there isn't there six inch there when they cut it in half isn't that only like five or six bucks oh yeah, it's yeah. And, yeah. and it's plenty of food for that too for the half i think like, they, they give you like a a 12 ounce mountain dew in a small bag of chips with a half they do half sub yeah. for like five or six bucks it's yeah. pretty good yeah and no, i'm a big fan i'm a I i'm a deli guy i wish I they love used deli a foods. little bit less meat though because sometimes i'm like said no just... one ever well, <laughs> no dude it's just like a no that's what i love about it yeah that's what i that's... love about when it. you when you're spending money at a restaurant and you get too little it's egregious sin when you get too much you go now that's a lot wow i can't believe they give me this much it's still a good thing so i looked at um <laughs> nah, i don't know so okay i should preface this when i get paid when i get my paycheck i usually treat myself whether it's that weekend Strippers. or the day yep. i get right. i get paid i'll Cocaine. go yep yep yep, yep. yep. <laughs> yeah 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 these Fancy things limousine. no yeah, dude uh, yeah. those tuxedos just... for his cats those right, are standard yeah. items. Those yeah, are not yeah, treating true, myself. True. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I worked those into my budget. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I'm so silly, of course. Obviously. Uh, no, I'll I'll go to like a fast food restaurant and I'll get a full combo, and like just you know I'll pay the seventeen dollars yeah. at Wendy's for a uh, full thing. Uh, just the sandwich? No, thank you. I'll have the drink and fries today. Yeah, and you can I'm make feeling. it a large. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? That's an not apple large pie enough. for ninety cents. Do you want two for a dollar? No, no, no. I'd rather waste than just have one. 
Yeah. Can you can you also give me a frosty, please? <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's the only thing that gives me some sort of sense of control. It's the only thing that makes when, me feel. When they hand it to him, he throws it out the other window. <laughs> he just goes across the car. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time I feel happy. It's <laughs> a, it's been a it's been kind of a ritual of mine for many years. Yeah. Uh, payday. I treat myself to a nice lunch or a nice a nice meal. Yeah. I'll sit down and eat it if I have to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's and... the bar. <laughs> <If> I <have. laughs> but I mean, it's not like I'm going out for you right, know yeah. at, to a steakhouse or something. Yeah. But uh, so today I got paid and I had the day off. So I was I was driving around. And I was running errands and I was like, oh, what do I want to eat for my payday meal? And I saw the subway. I hadn't been to subway in a long time. I knew the prices were hiking. But I was like, whatever, it's it's payday meal day. I can do this. And I went to Subway. What's your order? Tell me the order. I really want to know. So I ordered. So the, first of all, Subway, I don't know if you know this. They've completely changed their menu. I did not know that. Completely changed their menu. I don't like the sound uh, of that, but I did not know that. They, they pretty much have like 12 to 15 pre-made sandwiches that you get to pick from. You can still build your own. Their menu is confusing. I didn't know what to do, so I got the turkey, <laughs> bacon, avocado, okay. lettuce, tomato, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. onion. Well, the avocado costs extra. Two meat, that so if you good. weren't ordering a spe specific sandwich, right. it's more. So I didn't think about it. I ordered whatever I wanted because I didn't care how much it cost. Payday, yep. And, and I asked for the wrap. I oh, you did wrap it. Sub what? I always get the wrap at Subway. So okay. I... I get to the counter and she's like, that's going to be $16 and 19 cents. And I'm like, in this economy, <laughs> madam, where is your man for the rap? He looked and he looked right at her and he said, fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was going to get a drink and cookies. <laughs> I but was. that stopped you right there. But I was yeah, just like, dude, you're ruining my payday meal right now. <laughs> yeah. This is I'm all not going to I'm not going to Starts falling. You fucking scumbag. Rips his shirt off and puts his hands up like Willem Dafoe. No! But I looked up and the Turkey Avocado Club or yeah. whatever it was is fifteen ninety eight or whatever. Yeah, and you added avocado to it. Oh, no. You said it was the Turkey Avocado Club. You added bacon right. to it then. Uh, yeah, it was like... No, the bacon comes with it. Their oh, turkey Jesus. avocado club comes with bacon. This is ridiculous. And, I sure. And I was like, toasted at least. I was like a, fo a foot long. Cost them a little bit of electricity. Sir. I was like a foot long is fifteen dollars for this. I was like, I got the wrap, and she's like, the wraps are the same price as foot longs. And which I'm is like, not, which is bullshit. Which is straight bullshit. And I'm like, yeah. when did we get fifteen dollar foot longs? Like, put yeah. that in a fucking commercial. Let's yeah. see how your sales go. By the way, our footlongs are fifteen dollars now, and we paid a sexual predator over ten million dollars. I, I was about 15. to say, um, I listened. I listened to the complete guide to everything. Kevin turned me on to it, and they. Um, I turn him were, on a lot. Yeah, he turns me on constantly, and uh, which brings me to my next point about Jared Fogle. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so. Subway had him as their spokesperson, their only guy, yeah. for like ten straight years, yeah. where they doubled down, tripled down. They were like, "This is our guy." Yeah. And then after he came out as a um, as a child predator, 
uh, Subway, like, walked it back, and they were like, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like he was working on our business staff or anything. And it's like, all right, guys. It, you, you that's definitely what it was, yeah. Like, you got, you did this. Don't walk it there's back a, now. There's makes a, me nervous that I made a joke about being predatory yeah. and, no, and eating it Subway a lot. Yeah. <laughs> 15 <laughs> what? That was Years old? And then Lucas, Lucas, I can't Lucas believe leads this. into like, well, but the other part is I've been losing a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spending a lot more time on my computer. Uh, <laughs> yeesh. Uh, six inch, I hope that's fine. Anyways, so <laughs> what we're talking about here is there's a really, really funny Auntie Donna sketch about that where they're trying to come up with a new marketing scheme for Subway that doesn't that, that helps people forget about Jared Fogle. It's, <laughs> that's, that's thing number two to link to you. I've got two links to you after this podcast. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm not even going to bring up anything else. I'm done. I'm Charles, posting. what's your Subway order? Like I'm just curious sub. now. Uh, probably a meatball sub. At Subway? I don't know. Ugh. I don't, I don't, I don't think I've... The last time I ate at Subway was probably like a while ago. Oh, no, my, no. My, you know, my, like, um, my, my favorite thing to watch somebody order is when Caleb, when he was a vegetarian... He would go into Subway and he'd be like, I want the veggie patties. And they're like, what do you want for vegetables? And he's like, everything. And they're All like, of it. They're like, what? And he's like, everything you've got <laughs> on the vegetable side that's free, I want it on the sub. Oh my and they God. would just be like, uh, okay. And then uh, watching them try and fit it was just the best. Oh my God. So, so here is my Subway order. Okay. Uh, half of whatever Allie orders. Yep, that checks out. That's a great order. Yep. That's actually That's... kind of how Franny and I, we have the exact same order because I don't know which one of us prompted it, but now it's all we order. It's just from Subway. It's the one that's thing. That's my sub order, just yeah. generally. Half of whatever. Just whatever orders. it is. Wegman sub. I'm uh, well, so the reason why I asked Subway in specific is because Subway is the only place I get the sandwich, and it's also the only sandwich I'll get from Subway. Um, if I'm going to, like, you know, Salem Prime Cuts, I'll get, like, a turkey bacon or whatever. Franny brought home a chicken parm today. That was really good, um, which is where the bread dosi came into play. That's what made me think of all that. Um, when I'm at uh, Subway, it's chicken bacon ranch with jalapenos, cucumbers, spinach, and pickles. That sounds no. good. Every, every single time. Like, that's... That's the order. I don't really care to play at Subway. You know I'm a guy who's like, try something new at Subway. You do not need to do that. No, you really don't. You don't. You Last time you done chicken teriyaki was my I'm... favorite for a long time. Yeah, but Franny liked that. That, that got to be bad. too much. Yeah. To be, to be honest, Subway is one of those places where, like, sometimes you look and you're like, I wonder what that tastes like. Subway is not. That no, the, you look. You, no. look, you look at it and you know what. You that have a brand like. new steak and cheese sandwich. You walk to the glass tray and see the steak that they show, and, and you, you go, know. "Yep, chicken bacon." And the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just completely bail on it. Yep. Yeesh. All right. Well, the, all this conversation about uh, I think Lucas wanted to have sex with Hitler, and now we're talking about his Jared Fogel obsession. Let's just get on <laughs> yeah, through yeah. this. Yep. This is how we got demonetized. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's really true. Um, two bangs energy drink. Looks, yeah. up, looks up a lot of articles about how Jared Fogel did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm so done with this conversation. Let's yes, yes. call it a day on this week's episode of Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Charles. I'm Charles.
And I'm Lucas. Thanks for listening. I was busy See you next about taking you Number two. And as you can see, over here we have the man of the machine.